You're listening to the Huddle Network. Wolverine Nation, you are inside the Michigan Huddle, listening to the Michigan Huddle cast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, former Michigan Wolverines. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Michigan Huddle cast on iTunes. The Huddle Pass app is also available to you on all mobile and tablet devices. That's right, all mobile devices. Before we jump into this episode of Michigan Huddle Cast, we've got an important announcement to make. Ha <laughs> ha you ready for this? We know Michigan fans are looking for their tickets to the Citrus Bowl, and that's why I can tell you about SeatGeek, the smartest way to buy college football tickets. That's Seat. Geek. See, Geek is my go-to for Michigan tickets because it pulls all the ticket options from other sites into one place to save you time and make sure you get the best possible deal. That's right, the best possible deal. As a special offer for our listeners, Seat Geek is giving $20 back off your first purchase with promo code HUDDLE. That's right. Just put in promo code H-U-D-D-L-E to get $20 back on your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app today. That's S-E-A-T-G-E-E-K. SeatGeek app today and enter code HUDDLE, H-U-D-D-L-E. We've got a great episode of Michigan Huddlecast in store for you today, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Huddle Network. Welcome to a special installment. This is a Florida Huddlecast and a Michigan Huddlecast joint huddle call. We've got special guests this evening. I'm your host, Max Starks. My co-host, Benjamin Troop, is here. And also, we have Michigan Huddlecast co-host, Mr. Jamie Morris, joining us this evening. And this is it. This is the bowl game preview. This is going to go down. The Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl, New Year's Day, January 1st, 2016, 1 o'clock kickoff in the city beautiful of Orlando, where I am a proud native of. And it's the Gators and the Wolverines. How are you guys doing this evening? I'm doing great. I mean, I'm, I'm good. doing really good. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, guys, let's get right into this. Uh, the fans have been waiting for this, and this is a showdown. You have the Michigan Wolverines, the Florida Gators, third meeting, uh, all in January, all in bowl games, all in the state of Florida funny enough, and of course, the Gators are not on the positive side of that win streak, but the Michigan Wolverines have a two-game, 2-0 two lead on us in bowl games uh, head-to-head. So we're going to start with the Michigan native and the Michigan Wolverine. Mr. Jamie Morris, give us your quick assessment on what you see from this Michigan offense and Michigan defense and what you can expect to see on New Year's Day in the Citrus Bowl? Well, what you're going to see in Michigan, Michigan's going to try to run the ball from an offensive standpoint. They want to establish the run. And to the point where if you've got eight, nine men in the box, they're still going to try to run the ball at you. 
uh, and then they're going to play off the off the run and then try to pass the ball. Uh, we have uh, three great receivers. We have uh, J.U. Chesson. We have Amar Darbo. And we have tight end Jake Buck we want to get the ball to. So those are the three most important people we want to get the ball to. And then our running game, it, it starts with Devion Smith, and then it's run, running by committee. And then the guy that makes, makes it all happen is Jake, uh, excuse me, is Jake Rudock. Jake Rudock is going to make it go. He was uh, formerly Iowa's quarterback. We brought him in for a transfer for uh, a fifth year and came in and did a uh, tremendous job, has won nine games for the University of Michigan, and uh, we'll try to get that 10th win. And uh, from a defensive standpoint, we're going to play – we're going to stop the run. Our job is to stop the run and make Florida throw the ball. Make Florida's quarterback throw the ball. And you know as well as I do, my old coach, Bo Schimbeck, used to say, we don't throw the ball because too many things, too many bad things happen when you throw the ball. <laughs> odds are we're going to make you do something wrong. The odds are against you doing something right. So that being said, we're going to make you a one-dimensional offense and force you to throw the ball, and we're going to come up and we're going to put eight, nine men in the box and shut the run down. Now, it wasn't so great against us in the last game we played against Ohio State. They were, uh, Ezekiel Elliott ran for 200, over 200-plus 200 yards. So, you know, we're, we know that Florida's going to watch that film and they're going to try to recreate what Ohio State did. So we're going to buckle in and get tight in there and try to uh, shut down that running game as much as we can. All right, all right. I like that assessment. It's very hearty. And before we go into the matchup phase, Troop, Give me your assessment of the Florida Fighting Gators and what you see and what can we expect on game day, New Year's Day. Well, I mean, um, I know, I know, uh, I know one thing about us. We definitely try to run the ball on offense, but I think we got to let Treon go out there and throw the ball. I mean, I know they got a very, very talented safety in Jabril Peppers. I know that's been the talk of the the whole bowl game right now. Is he going to play or not? But look, Tony O'Callaway has been uh, fresh off the scene, man. True freshman, All American guys. Guy can definitely go out there and make all the catches. I mean, you got a you got a you got a, uh, a remotivated Demarcus Robinson. I mean, I don't know how he's going to show up, but I, I can see him, you know, matching up well with those DBs. But we got some, you know, even though they got Jake Butt on their side, we got three, you know, great tight ends on our side. You know, we do tight end by committee. I don't know, if, I don't know if they linebackers can match up with our our tight end position. That's really going to be something we can explore with that Michigan defense. If you can't explore that Michigan defense, number six. Ranked defense, by the way. I mean, I don't know why we keep getting these great defenses. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, are we going to get a break? And I look up, and I'm like, oh, God, we got Michigan. These guys have got a lot of flaws when it comes to that defensive side of the ball. They get a lot of pressure on Treon. They're going to they put a lot of pressure on our young offensive line. But what I can say, I do see them taking away the run. And I let Treon just air it out. I mean, it's not like we're you know, we playing for you know our left win of the season, but Treon is definitely playing for his role next season. And um, I think we got, we got to go out there and really utilize our outside guys. We've got two able guys, one being a junior, one being a true sophomore, and I, I mean a true freshman. I think with our tight ends, like I said, we got to be able to create mismatches. I mean, our, our 21 personnel is definitely going to be our best personnel, keeping our best players on the field. And let's face it, Kevin Taylor knows what he's up against. I mean, he's been able to run the ball well against some big fronts. He's had some great defense he's going up against. Nothing like we're going to see. You know, on the first of January, but I think if anybody's up to the task, I think I think uh, old old young Fred Taylor Jr. can go out there and make it happen. But our offensive line will have to be the focus point. All right, okay. Well, there you have it. You've heard both sides uh, plead the opening arguments for this contest. It's going to go down 
January 1st in Orlando, Florida, in the Citrus Bowl for the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. Can't wait for it. 1 o'clock kick on the Eastern Standard Time Zone. And uh, for me, here's my question. I'll pose it to you, Jamie. Uh, when you look at this game, uh, you said it, Ben said it, and the game comes down to who can run the ball and who can stop the run. I think that's been the resounding kind of from both of you. It sounded like the same similar report uh, because these teams don't have exactly tremendous quarterback play. They have okay quarterback play, but it really relies in the backfield of having a smart passing game, not an electrifying, not an over-the-top, fun and gun, spread them out, hit 50 receivers in a game, but it's smart passing. It's utilizing the run to set up the play-action pass and then allow your defense to kind of do everything else. Would that be a proper assessment uh, from your side? Because I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to watch too much uh, Big Ten football this year. No, no that's an excellent uh, assessment. I think you hit it right on the head. We're gonna, we're, like I said, we're going to try to pound the ball, pound the ball to make you come up, and then we're going we're gonna to smart pass, and that's what we do. Jake Rudolph doesn't like to be called a game manager, but that is exactly what he is. He's a game yeah. manager. We, we don't have anybody. We, we, we have some receivers with speed, but we don't have that receiver that can screen down the field and stretch, and stretch a defense. We got a receiver that can get open and make a, make a big catch. Within the, and then we have that big tight end that lumbers down the, down the seam, and he's going he's to make a play over, over somebody. That's what he's going to do. Now, as far as from a, running, from a, uh, from a uh, defensive standpoint, it, it's true. We're going to try to stop the ball. We're, we're, our, our, our goal is to stop Mr. Taylor from running that ball. And he reminds us of, of Ezekiel Elliott. You can't let this young man get started because once he gains confidence, that's, that's all day long. It's going to be – and you better bring your lunch pail all day long. So we got to stop him and stop him early and make them throw that ball. Make them feel confident that they, they got guys that can screen down the field because you're playing right into Michigan's strength. Michigan's secondary is their strength. You have Jabril Peppers and uh, Jordan Lewis, all of it, two All-Americans. So we want to be able to make Florida throw the ball. We think we ha- our better chances are making Florida throw the ball. Now, as far as the tight ends, very athletic tight end for Florida. We're, and we're at a disadvantage because our linebackers aren't as athletic. So we're just going to have to play tough and hard. Hey, you've got to spit on your elbow and wrap it up and just play. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. I love that approach. And, uh, True, you know, when, when you look at this game, what is, what is your set? Like, what, what do you see as being the strength attacking the Michigan offense from a defensive standpoint if you're Florida? From a defensive standpoint, man, we got to do what got us here. I mean, you got to you got to leave with who you who you came with. We we a pressure defense. We we uh we get pressure with our front four. We got some uh, we got some um we got some run stuff and linebackers, and we got a very 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 talented uh back end. I mean, Vernon Hargrave, Jalen Tabor, Keanu Neal, Marcus May. Those guys they're looking forward to the challenge. I mean, the thing about Michigan, which is pretty pretty unique, they built just like us. You know, I mean, they, it's, they just got on different color jerseys. You know, they some of they you know they bet one of their best players. <laughs> Is uh, is on tight as that tight end just like us? Some of their best players in their defensive end, and I think it's crazy. The X factor in this game is Jabril Peppers because this young man mm-hmm. he he reminds you so much of a Charles Wilson because he can literally do it all: run the ball, catch the ball. He can he can stop. You know he can he he a big hitter on defense, and he scares me because he's that good. And uh, Harbaugh even said it. He was like, 
this guy, you can literally put him at any position outside of offensive line, defensive line, mind you, and he can do it all. So I think we got to find a way to limit his production, not so much on the defensive end, but on the offensive end, because I think they're going to try – if he plays, they're going to try to feature him. Because I don't think the world knows how good he is, and they're going to try to really, really feature this guy. And like I say, I think he's the pulse of that team. And if he gets going on offense, man, it's going to be hard to stop, because I, I do think he's the heartbeat of that whole team. Yeah, and – yeah, and and I think when you look at it, I think that that is that is for me Michigan. That's what I have circled. I have Jabril Preppers. What is he going to do, or slash, what is he not going to do for Michigan on this game? And transversely, on the Florida side of the ball, when I look at it, I have to say, what is Trayon Harris going to do or not do for them? Those are my two guys that I have circled, one for each team that are going to be the difference makers in this team to help their team win the game. And I think that's a accurate says it. Glad you guys said that. Before we go, though, I want, I want to make sure that we, we keep it as balanced as possible. So I want you guys to go ahead and give me your assessment. What score is it going to be from both sides? And I'll give you mine, and uh, we'll wrap this show up. Well, uh, uh, start with you, Jamie. Start with you, Jamie. No problem. No problem. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. I, th- I, I think you you got two great defenses going after two offenses that you know sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. But when it comes down to it, it's going to be a defensive struggle. But I think you will see some teams score. These two teams are going to score points, and they have athletes. At, at you know we talked about. Them. So that being said, I think it's going to be a 28-24 ball game. Of course, it's going to be a blue day, and I'm talking about Michigan blue. So, you know what? I think we'll pull it out. I think we'll, we'll play hard, and it, they'll be here the victors. The fight song of the victors, you guys are going to get tired of You guys are going to say, Jay, what are the words to this fight song? You're going to hear it so much. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything less from the, the maize and blue of uh, the great north of Michigan. So... 28-24 Michigan. Troop, give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep it a low-scoring game as well. I'm going to go uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to 24-20. It, it is going to be a blue day, but it's going it's to be orange and blue skies the whole day. We in the state of Florida. It's going to be hot. It's going to be muggy. And I, like, and I like the fact that once our defense get going, I think it's going to – I think because our defense is real similar to like a Kevin Taylor. Once they get going, they're hard to stop. I I do see it being like, because we got so many guys leaving early. I think they want to really put their statement, you know, uh, on this game. But I can see it being 24-20. And it's going to be a defensive struggle. I think it's really, really going to come down to those uh, skilled position guys. They're going to have to lean on them because that run, you know, those running backs and those linebackers, they showed it's going to be really, really worn out after this game because it's going to be a lot of banging. But I'm going to go with 24-20. Uh, Florida get a big win. You know, uh, we, we, we get 11 wins to Coach Max first season. All right. Well, I mean, Two bold predictions. Well, the one thing consistent is the Gators will be scoring 24. Uh, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of uh, a little bit of differentiation on the Michigan score, but uh, you know, for me, I look at this game and I think that this this does, like you guys said, reek of a defensive struggle, and it's going to be a battle of wills. And attrition is going to happen right in the trenches. Uh, Michigan has a solid offensive line. Florida has, you know, a very formidable defensive line. Uh, the defensive line from Michigan is good, you know, but 
and the Florida offensive line, you don't really know what you're getting the last couple of weeks. All the guys are healthy, so I'd like to think that they're going to be okay. But the X factors that come into this game uh, are going to be tremendous with seeing how the quarterback for the Gators play and how the utility Swiss Army knife for Michigan plays in Jabril Peppers. So for me, I'm, I'm going to go lower than both of you. So Florida doesn't score 24. Uh, sorry, Gator fans listening to that. But I think it becomes an affair of it's going to be a 17 to like 14, and I'll add additionally maybe a defensive touchdown for either team that's going to swing this game. So right now I get a 17-14 with a possible uh, defensive touchdown that changes the score either way. And that's what I'm going to do. I kicker got to make a kick. I kicker got to make a kick. Yes. You put 24 points. How else are we going to get? He has to make a kick in your assessment. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, if I kicker got to make a kick, well, he kicked it from. Exactly. If he got to kick the ball, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Let y'all get hey, down. I got, down to the I, got, I got one. Hey, hey, hold on. <laughs> Max, I got one snap of eligibility left. I'm going to jump on the plane, and I'm going to go to the game, and I'm going to make the kick. I got one snap left. I'm gonna, I'm, that's what it's going to be. Okay, so here, here's my deal. The reason why I feel confident that Austin Harden is going to make a kick because – it is the biggest stage, and I've already been to the Citrus Bowl. I've, I've tested out the turf. I was there for the Cure Bowl on December 19th. It's artificial grass, A. B, we have good weather in the stadium. There's no real swells or anything negative of that nature. So I think in the right circumstances, on a sunny day in Orlando, he makes a big-time game-winning kick. I'm calling out there, Austin Harden, don't you prove me wrong. I hope you listen to this podcast before the game. I hope it's in your pregame mix. I'm counting on you to make the play. <laughs> so, that, so that's that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm sticking with. So that's a lot of pressure for a kicker. It is. It, 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 it is. It is. But you know what they say: pressure burst pipes or make diamonds. We'll see what happens on uh, January first. So I'm feeling confident. But uh, but I do want to thank you, Jamie, for coming on the show this evening. Troop, thank you for joining on the show as well. And with that, that'll do it for this Huddle Call episode here on the Joint Huddlecast, Florida Huddlecast, and Michigan Huddlecast. I'm Max Starks, your host. You've been joined by my co-host, Ben Troop, and, of course, Michigan Huddlecast co-host, Jamie Morris. Thank you guys for listening in. You're listening to the Huddle Network.